Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about becoming set free by God. Becoming set free. The Bible says in John 8, 31 and 32, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What a wonderful message this is going to be that God has given today. Well, I thank you for joining us. We want you to know that we love you in Christ here at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams, and you are important to us. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial gifts to help this ministry. Take this message across the world. Just go to EncouragingMoments.com to donate to us because we are being faithful, we're being humble, we're leading others to Jesus Christ and to a deeper faith in Him. Well, amen. Well, I'm so glad you're with us. Let us pray before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask, Lord, that you bless those that are on our podcast today listening to us, that at the sound of my voice, their heart will jump with joy because of what you're doing through this message today, Lord. Give them hope. Give them inspiration and encouragement to take that next step in faith, to get a closer walk with you, or to accomplish goals for you that you have been for them today. Father, let anything from my heart and anything from my lips be edifying and glorifying to you, but also let it be inspirational and encouraging to them. In Jesus' name, well, amen and amen. You know, over the years, I've met people that have been down and they've been depressed and they've been upset. And I understand that there's so many reasons why that happens. But sometimes it's the fault of us as Christians not giving God our all, our everything, every door in our life. We should be turning over everything to Christ and let everything fall under his authority. Well, many Christians are not experiencing God's best for their personal lives because of mental, spiritual, and physical bondage, and the Bible says those are strongholds in their lives. What is a stronghold? The Bible defines a stronghold as a spiritual battle, maybe a struggle in their life. Maybe they've got a sin in their life that they're not giving back to God. They're not turning away from it. They're holding on to that sin or something that they put before God, and that's a sin. And so that can manifest into a physical or mental problem in their life because they're not giving everything to God. What are some of those things? What am I talking about? Well, problems like alcoholism, drug addiction, food addiction, sexual perversion, the love of money, not forgiving others, not forgiving yourself, an unbridled tongue like swearing to against people or a rage or having a temper, gambling addiction, becoming bitter over life instead of better, negativism, lying, slander, denying God's power, not loving others, worshiping money and a career instead of the Lord, worshiping idols, you know, coveting what others have and not accepting what great things God has done for us, blaming God and many more. Now, there are some strongholds brought about by terrible tragedies. Now, these are the hardest to get over, and sometimes good people have terrible things that happen to them tragedy that are freak accidents because we live in a fallen world. And it's not God doing it. It's because we're living in this fallen world and people make decisions and there's all kinds of things that happen. These are some of the hardest strongholds to break because they are unexplainable sometimes and they're undeserved. But 
You know, God loves us. And in my message today, I'm going to give you seven concrete steps to set you free from strongholds so that you can enjoy God's best for your life. Amen and amen. Well, there is a character in the Bible and his name is Saul. He ended up being named Paul, but I want to bring him up because his life is an example. Actually, his whole life was a stronghold. His will was greater, and he didn't love God at all. He was a Pharisee, and he was trying to rule over the Christians with just terror. He was going to these Christians and putting them in prison and wanting to crucify them. And in fact, when one of the disciples Stephen was stoned, he held Stephen's coat while they stoned him, and he agreed with the stoning of Stephen, and so he was a terrible person. But God decided that he was going to choose this man to spread the gospel, and sometimes God takes people that are just have a terrible life, and they're sinning, and they're doing all these crazy things, and he will call them out. And of course, I want to read this in Acts chapter 9. I hope you have your Bible with you, but let me just read a little bit and then we'll get into this. This is Acts 9 verse 1. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, that's Christianity, by the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul said. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could not see anything. And so the story I want to bring up to you about Saul is, and the reason I bring this up is, this man was not living for God, but God decided to put scales over his eyes, knock him down in the desert, and try to change his life. And it did. As soon as he was knocked down, he knew it was Jesus. Now, Once his eyes were uncovered, God asks Ananias, a very godly man, to go to him and lay hands on him, and those scales of those eyes fell off, and he could see again, and he knew it was of God, and because of the fear and trembling of God, he gave his life to Christ, he was saved, he was baptized, and immediately the Bible says that he was in the synagogue preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, that's an amazing person in the Bible. And the reason I tell you this is that once he could see the truth and he could understand the truth, he was set free completely. This man, Saul, was turned into Paul, and he wrote most of the New Testament. And he had a degraded life. He had a depraved mind. And it doesn't matter where you're standing with God right now. God can restore you if you will turn away from your life and turn to Him and surrender. And that's my first point. Follow Jesus Christ. By surrendering everything to him, he died to set you free. This is a real problem with Christians today. One foot in the world and one foot with the Lord. That's what happens to a lot of Christians. Now they're going to heaven and they're saved, but here on earth they live this roller coaster life that is just up and down, emotional, and even terrible. And we'll get into more of that. But Romans 6 7 through 11 says, For when we died with Christ, that's when you became a Christian, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with 
him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. Now you look at Saul's life. He was sinning. He was crucifying Christians, stoning Christians. And if God can change a man like that, he can change us too. And he can turn us around from our sin. But we have to do our part. And what is that part? We have to turn everything that we have in our life to him. Our will must decrease. So God's will should increase in our life. We need to have Christ increase in our life. It's very important that you and I put our total faith in every door. And some of my friends over the years have come to me and said, Bobby, I've got this problem. I said, well, what is it? He said, well, I started drinking when I was younger. And he said, I've stayed with it. And now I'm an alcoholic. And I said, well, let me just say this. First, you have to know that you've got this problem. And if you'll take that to Christ, he will absolutely take that want to away from you. He'll change your life and he'll restore you. And many of my friends have been restored from alcoholism and from drug addiction and all kinds of things in their lives. And that's because Jesus Christ can set you free. He is the power. He is the creator who created you and me. You know, I always think about this. If you have a car, and say if you have a Toyota, you take it to the experts today because nobody else can work on it because it's so complicated with all the chips and the computers and everything in it. But they can fix you. They can fix that car. And that's the same way that Jesus is with us. He's saying, if you will just relinquish your will, if you'll turn every door of your life over to me, I'm going to fix you. There's always hope. When you go to the Lord, there's always restoration when you go to the Lord. There's always a new day and happiness and joy and victory when you go to Christ. The next thing I want to tell you is that do not sin. Repent and walk away from that old lifestyle. And God will not withhold any good thing. Listen, if you will just turn away from that sin, whatever it is, a stronghold could be a bad temper. It could be somebody that has a bad temper. And at first, they get away with it, and people put up with it in their family, and they might just yell. And then it might go into swearing and saying just terrible things about people and yelling at them and browbeating them. Then the next thing, sometimes, you know, it goes into violence and if you have a problem with your temper, you go to Christ, you get some help, you get some counseling, Christian counseling, and you deny yourself and you just surrender that problem to Christ. Listen to what it says in the Bible, Psalm 84, 11, for the Lord your God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Let me say that again, Psalm 84, 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. For the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Now, nobody's perfect, but let me just say this to you. If you're doing anything right now in your life that you know that God would not approve, it could be drugs, it could be alcohol, it could be sex outside of marriage, we are to follow the biblical view of marriage and the biblical view of God's plan for man and woman in a sexual relationship. And if you're doing that, you're outside of your marriage and you're doing some things wrong, you turn back and Christ will forgive you. He died on the cross for your sins and my sins, and he will restore you, and he will break you free. You will become free from that, and you'll never want to go back again. There's people that lie every day, 
and the lies catch up with them. They lie on their taxes, and then the Internal Revenue Service gets them because they've claimed things that are not true, and then they get into a big financial problem. Why? Because they're not following Christ. Listen to what it says. For the Lord God is a sun and shield, and the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those whose walk is blameless. And then 1 Corinthians 10.13 gives you a really good antidote for sin. So if you ever get tempted of sin, here's what the antidote for it is. It's 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has overtaken you, but such is common to man. So many temptations, they're all common to man, right? And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. So if you ever come up to a temptation, maybe it's something you shouldn't be doing for sure, and you say, God, I don't want to do this, and you get on your knees right away, you fall to your knees, and you say, God, I don't want to be involved in this, get me away from this, and he will give you a way of escape, and you won't want to do this, and you'll walk away, and he'll give you the freedom. He'll set you free of sin. He'll set you free if you will kneel to him, And if you will break the pride that's in your heart that says, I need to control this situation. The next point that the Lord gave is, this is a spiritual battle. Take captive every thought that sets itself up against the Lord. Now, God is saying, become set free from these battles with sin, and you must turn over every thought to the Lord to give him authority. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, the weapons we fight are not weapons of the world. We don't fight like with tanks and guns. No, this is a spiritual battle in a person's mind and heart. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. The weapons that we have, that we're fighting, the Bible says the weapons we have in the Lord are divine power through Christ to demolish these strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, what does that mean? That means that we should be always focused on saying, Lord, what do you think about this? Lord, I know I shouldn't do this, so I'm asking you just to let me walk in your spirit and not the flesh. Here's another way you can look at it. You wake up one day and you're hoping for a happy day, and you wake up and you just don't feel right. You feel a little bit down, a little bit depressed. Maybe it's raining outside and the sun's not out. And, you know, maybe you get out to your car and then you got a flat tire or maybe you don't. Maybe you get down the road and you just, you just feel ill. You don't feel good. And then the devil says, you're not going to make it today. You're not going to feel good. Right then and there, you are to take captive this thought from the devil or Satan. You take those thoughts to Jesus' feet. And when you do, God will release you, break you free from that, and he will be over that thought. And just pray to him, you know, and he will help you through that. The Bible says that we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Once you understand this about becoming set free by God, you don't want to go back. So what you do is when you think of negative things or you've maybe you've got a loved one in your life and that loved one could be your spouse and they say, you're not going to make it. I can see we're going to have a financial problem here. And you say, stop. We're going to give this to the Lord, and we're not going to believe that negative thought. 
We are going to pray together. We're going to believe God. We're going to believe His Word. He will not withhold anything good if we walk uprightly with Him. So that's what he's trying to say about the stronghold. Number four is, God replaces your destructive stronghold with His own to set you free. Now, this is so important. Listen to me. If you don't get anything out of this message today, I want you to hear this. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. He is my God and my strength in whom I trust. My buckler, my horn of salvation, my high tower. He's saying to you and me, as you surrender your will to mine and you give up that door that you think you need to hold on to, you finally give it over to me. And you say, Lord, I don't want this. I want you more than I want this. And when you do that, God replaces it with a fortress stronghold of him, a security fortress that protects you and your family and gives you strength and power and divine intervention in the Lord because he's saying, I will not withhold anything from you if you walk uprightly with me and if you follow me wholeheartedly, I'm not going to withhold any favor. Wow, what a lesson because God is our fortress. We don't need those things that entangle us and hurt our testimony before others. We need to walk away from alcohol and drugs or anything else. And I'm not saying to you that you can't just have a moderate lifestyle. I'm saying that when you go too far with anything that's outside of the will of God, it ruins your testimony and you might as well give it up and turn it over to Christ because he's not going to be happy about it and then you're going to lose favor with him in your walk until he can correct you. Number five, is dig deep, meditate on God's Word, replace your thinking and understanding with His. His truth will set you free. Remember what it said in John, if you abide in my Word, you are truly disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Well, what is that truth? That's Psalm 8411, what we've been talking about. And Psalm 8411 says that if you walk uprightly with him, he will not withhold anything good to you. But if you look at Psalm 119, 103 through 105, See, the Bible is the inspired Word of God. It's the greatest inspiration in the world. It's the one book in the world that can change your life from a sad and anxiety-filled life to peace and joy and love and patience and wisdom and knowledge, everything God has for you. But Psalm 119, 103 through 105 says, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. What a wonderful word that is to know that if we meditate on God's word. See, now I just read that, but let's meditate on this now. Okay, same verse. How sweet are your words to my taste? Listen to that one verse. That means that every time I taste the word of God, it's like a meal, not just like a little hors d'oeuvre, like a meal, like you need three meals a day, but you need three spiritual meals a day. You need to get in your word and you need to read it and meditate on it. When you meditate on this, this will change your mind. You may have a bad thought, but you can erase those bad thoughts with the word of God. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, that's through your teachings is what that means. Through your teaching, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. In fact, I don't know about you, but I am so thankful that I am fully living for God because if you look back in your life and if you weren't before, man, it's just a roller coaster life when you're living for yourself and you're trying to rule your life. It's just a mess. And by the way, some people that go the wrong way and don't follow Christ completely, they end up in divorce. 
they end up, uh, some of them die early because they're on drugs, and some of the worst pain pill situations out there, I don't even know the name, but some of the people that have passed away that I've actually done their funeral were on those pain pills that are so addictive. Gosh, we need to be praying for those wonderful people. These are good people that if they just follow Christ, the love of Christ would have saved their life. And and so I'm just saying to you today, dig deep, meditate on God's Word, replace your thinking and understanding with His truth, and it will set you free. And if you know of anybody in your life that's hurting because they've got a big stronghold in their life, pray for them, love them, help them be restored, get them some Christian counseling, take them to the drug rehab center. Uh, there's help out there. God has a 12-step program, and through the power of Jesus, once they know who Jesus is, then uh, the 12-step program works because they're depending on God for the strength to get them through it. And it's wonderful to see. There's so many people I do know that have gotten over their stronghold in their life. Number six, pray for God's guidance over everything in your life. You and I should be praying over everything. Philippians 4 says, Do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We don't have to be anxious about anything. When we're in Christ and we've turned over every door to Him of our life, we've turned over our relationships with our spouses or our friends, we've turned over our finances, we've turned over our emotional situation, we've turned over everything. Everything. When we turn everything over, God makes a way where there seems to be no way, and He smooths it all out. And of course, there's trials. But Romans 8, 28 says that it works all for good for those who are called according to His purpose. So not that all things are good that happen to us, but all things will work out for good for those who do this. The pressure's off. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, and He'll help help you again by praying. You'll become set free from all those worries and doubts that you may have. You don't have to worry. Jesus said, do not be anxious for anything, and He's always helped me through all my tough times, and He's going to help you too. Number seven, my last point today, and very important, live life in the Holy Spirit, and it will set you free. What am I saying? I'm saying you talk to God, you walk with God, and you do everything through His Spirit. Listen to Galatians 4 through 7. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, slaves to sin, that means, so that He could adopt us as His very own children. And because we are His children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. So, I'm telling you right now, walk in the Spirit, not in the flesh. Walk in the Spirit of God. You know, the devil wants to make everything look great, but it's never great. It never comes out. It never pans out. But what God wants you to do is to walk in His Spirit every day. Listen to Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please the flesh... From the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, 
As we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Well, amen and amen. Being set free by God from strongholds that can crash your life. My prayer is that you would release everything to God. If you're worried and you can't sleep at night over something, you need to turn that over to the Lord. Well, I hope you love this message as much as I did getting it from the Lord. Please go to EncouragingMoments.com and sign up for our free newsletter. Also, these podcasts, share them with a friend. We know that they're helping people to overcome some terrible things in their life and to get inspiration and encouragement. We love you in the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask that those who are listening, if they're troubled by anything, if they're anxious about anything, Lord, let them turn that anxiousness over to you. And whatever the problem is, whatever the stronghold is in their life, I ask that you would break it, Lord, that you would break it down and you would take it away from them, Lord, so they could walk in newness of life as a new creature in Christ, as they give everything up to you, as their will decreases and your will increases, that they could walk in the Spirit in power and love. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I know you're going to have the victory this week. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.